It's ten times the terror. Hello and welcome to Ten Times the Terror. I'm not okay. Hello, hello, and welcome to Ten Times the Terror. My name is James. And I'm Gwen. And Gwen, uh, we just recently had Mother's Day, and last time I checked, your <laughs> mother. Is it safe to say this is one of your favorite holidays now? Mommy's sleeping with the maggots now. Oh, geez, she sure is. <laughs> well, either way, I think it's a good time to talk about a new horror movie in theaters now, which is Evil Dead Rise, which features a pretty prominent mommy that... It goes to extreme lengths to either defend her kids or try and murder them. You know, who's to say? But, uh, um, but yeah, no, I know you want to see it, but I haven't had a chance to. But I figure we could just talk about it anyways. Um, yeah, that's fine. I'm secretly a little too scared to see it because I feel like the gore is going way more. <laughs> which, like, Evil Dead has always been gory, but this one's looking a little... There's some some glass through throats and some cheese graters, for sure. Oh. Um, <laughs> But I figure, you know, we've never actually talked about Evil Dead on this podcast, so I figure we should talk about kind of the franchise. I mean, obviously, the the first one is considered like a real cult classic. Yes. Um, obviously, Sam Raimi, who we are big fans of from everything. Xena the War Princess, the uh, Spider-Man obviously. movies. Um, but but it, it is a very fascinating kind of first film because it's made for less than a million dollars, a total shoestring budget, but like became this real hit. Obviously spawned this whole franchise, so this new... Evil Dead Rise is the fifth movie in the franchise. It also had the Ash vs. Evil Dead TV show. There's been video games. Like it's been a whole, it's a whole thing. So it, it is kind of exciting watching, you know, all these movies evolve. Obviously, Bruce Campbell's Ash is a very iconic character. Um, but yeah, so like the first three movies are all Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell. They're pretty classic. Evil Dead 2 is my personal favorite. That one just goes completely bonkers. But so about 10 years ago, we had an Evil Dead remake, which for a lot of people is considered, you know, one of the better horror remakes. It definitely has a big following. And I, I'm I'm not as high on it as some people, but I do like it a lot. But it is one that tones down the humor and ramps up the violence. It is extremely graphic to the point where I would not recommend you see that one at all. Like, even And that's like, why I never did. I, I already know that one's not for me. And that's why I'm a little scared about this one, because I don't know which way it goes. Because I like the... I like the comedic aspect a lot of the Evil Dead stuff, and I feel like they've been moving away from that in a way that, like, I'm not... I don't know. This, is this one funny? Yeah, so I, I would say this one does... I don't think this one's quite as graphic as the last one, but it is has a lot of that kind of extreme violence. But it has a lot more of, like, the dark humor that I associate with these movies. So okay. I think that makes it better. As you mentioned, there's the Mommies with the Maggots Now line, which is great. I, I mean, I love that line. I, the, I Honestly, I feel like I resonate with this mother so much without you're, having you're gonna You're going to resonate with the mother. She calls, <laughs> she, calls her kids, she calls her kids titty-sucking parasites at one point. She's, <laughs> you know, she might be speaking your language totally. I honestly, that's the kind of Mother's Day that I have like every year. It's like there you go. This is like a documentary for you. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I, I would say overall, though, like this movie, yeah, it, it definitely, I think, tonally has a little more in line with like the earlier ones. Like again, it still has a lot of like intense violence, especially by like any other movie in theaters comparison. Um, but it is, it's fun, and, and like the theater I saw it with was like reacting heavily to everything. All the gore oh, heads fun. were out and about. Um, but but overall, it, it's kind of like a it, it's it's a good Evil Dead movie. I, I don't think it's anything extraordinary, but like for this to be the first one in ten years, and like I guess there's already kind of talks about more sequels. Like I could see this being kind of a 
a new kind of introduction to Evil Dead. I mean, we do we do kind of start with like a cold open at like this lakeside cabin, which is very kind of a typical setting for Evil Dead. In the first five minutes, we get we get a a scalp on the floor, you know, just typical stuff like that. Um, <laughs> and and I will say one of the one of the best title reveals in a long time. Uh, I won't spoil that. You'll have to see it, but the title reveal is pretty awesome. Um, okay, but, I'm gonna but check then, it out. But then we quickly move to the city, so it's kind of like a new environment. Um, and and all the and again, it's all very kind of typical setup. But again, these movies aren't really known for like heavy plot or strong characters. So once the movie gets cooking, once the mommy is taken over and she's just ready to like kill everyone and put them all in her stomach, the movie's a the movie's a hit. The movie's a lot of fun. Wait, what do you mean she tries to put them on her stomach? Stop. What are you talking about? Well, she just says, you know, she she birthed these children, so maybe they in? should go back in their stomach, <laughs> you know? I mean, she's got she's got a point. You know? I can't. Got a... That sounds horrendous. Never again. No, thank you. But, but no, but <laughs> I will say the the mom I think is played by um it's um Alyssa Sutherland is the actress. And she is a lot of fun. Like she is totally just having fun being the possessed dead eye, they call it. Um, and yeah, she's just like the way, and again, it's like the whole movie is very contained in this location, in this building. Um, but the way she just like some of the kills, again, we have a cheese grater, we have, um, an eye going into someone's mouth, you know, just, just delightful things, just absolutely wonderful things. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I think, and so, yeah, I mean, I, again, it sounds like a lot, but it's so, to me, it's so over the top that it's kind of like cartoony. It's not like you know, anything that's like actually stomach churning. Um, but I, I would say the, the the last movie, the remake was definitely pushed the limit. And this one is not quite as extreme, but it's still pretty extreme. Um, I think I had read that it used like a record amount of buckets of blood for this, uh, like more than like the other Evil Dead. I don't know if that's correct or not. It, it, it certainly would seem that way by the end. I would say so. <laughs> On top of like the raining blood from like the other movie. Like, I don't see oh, sure. Oh, sure. Like... <laughs> um, and as far as I know, I'm, I'm double checking right now, but I'm pretty sure that both with both the last movie and this one, both Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell are still like executive producers. So like they're still very much like involved with the movie, even though they're not the ones like, yeah. making it. I mean, uh, I, w- I always wish there was a good Bruce Cam- Campbell ca- cameo in all these movies, but I guess we can't ask for everything. It can't be every Spider-Man movie. Well, you know, Gwen, it's funny you should say that because apparently he is a is voice only be... cameo in one of the recordings. Again, it's just what? a voice like when they're when they're playing the demonic, you know, uh-huh. book. I think he is one of the voices. Oh, my gosh. Now I want to watch to try to figure out which one is Bruce Campbell's voice. <laughs> yeah, but but it's not it's not like a cameo the way like he no, no. Spider-Man movies. Right, right. <laughs> But but yeah, clearly, clearly, um, you know, they're all very much still involved. And I think for obviously Bruce Campbell had been in the show, the Ash vs. Evil Dead, which definitely had its following. But I think just like didn't really uh, take off in terms like ratings and stuff. So it's also kind of a cult classic. But I think he kind of said like he's done playing this role, but will always have some sort of affiliation with this franchise, which is why they're producers. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it's a fun movie. I think you're going to like it. I think you're going to relate to the mother. You're going to say she was right the whole time. I I already know she was right the whole time. I feel like I already feel like she's my spirit animal. I just just looking at her tired and soaked in blood. I just I can relate. I think between this and Barbarian, we have our, our Mother's Day double features. <laughs> Mother's Day double it. features. The, you know what? That sounds Barbarian is definitely my Mother's Day movie for all time. Like for all time. <laughs> talk about a mother. That really <laughs> Mommy. Um, Gosh. 
And yes. yeah, and, and as far as I know, it looks like again. This, so this current one uh, was released in theaters on April 21st, so it's still playing in theaters. And as far as I know, it's now as of right now, it's grossed over 131 million, and the budget was about like 19 million. And it is the highest grossing film in the series, so clearly this is a profitable movie. And again, I, I think there's already kind of which is impressive for like like you said, like for a 10 year gap to have such a kind of a following. I feel like that's that's pretty good. That's very good, yeah. And and also like I mean. For, for it to not have any kind of like quote unquote big stars, I think is also pretty impressive. Because even the last one, it had, yeah. it had Jay Levy, who was in like the Don't Breathe and like kind of some familiar faces, but like I wasn't too familiar with this cast. But, um, you know, and, and the director, Lee Cronin, I think he's made a couple small movies. Like he had his film called The Hole in the Wall, sorry, The Hole in the Ground. Um, so he's still kind of like an up and coming director, but it definitely, yeah, looks well for the franchise. And again, I think if they. Clearly, they're probably going to go into production on on more movies. And I know on this very podcast, when we reviewed Scream Six, I was debating if that's like the, my most you know consistent horror franchise in terms of like movies I've liked. But Evil Dead might might give it a run for its money. I mean, I I haven't seen the first Evil Dead in a while, and I remember that one being like not quite my favorite, just because I liked the, how nutty Evil Dead Two brought everything. The, yeah, the problem I think the problem was is that like the first movie was testing the waters and like. Once they realized they were like on to something, they like did not hold back on Evil Dead 2. So I feel like yeah. if Evil Dead 2 didn't exist, like the first one would be really it's still it is still really good. But like yes, exactly. it's almost like they tested it, being like, is this too much? Oh, it's not? Okay, here we're gonna go full blow. <laughs> <laughs> more buckets of blood. <laughs> Even more. <laughs> and like, you know, the problem is what's good about this franchise too is I like that they're doing these kind of like just spin-off like storylines that like are just umbrellaed under the main idea of Evil Dead, whereas, like, you can't really replace, like, a Bruce Campbell, whereas, like, in Scream, they're clearly trying to, like, replace, like, the characters that are what really, like, makes the franchise a lot of it, you know? But I like that Evil Dead's kind of going in a different direction, because, like, Bruce Campbell just had, he was so good at being, like, multiple things at the same time, you know? Like, it's, like, it's hard to get, it's hard to get that leading man, like, that's the biggest issue I've told you I've had with Chris Pratt as a leading man, where, like, we know he's super funny. Like, don't don't give me a serious Chris Pratt unless it's like supposed to be a really serious movie. But like, give me that Indiana Jones like funny meets leading man, you know. And I think like right. Bruce Campbell like did that so perfectly. It like it definitely made Evil Dead. Oh yeah, and, and like you said, like if you have an actor like that, let them cook, let them do their thing. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Like, don't hold them back whatsoever. Yeah. And again, for I think I think Evil Dead as a series is the most fun when it just goes completely off the wall bonkers. Um, I don't know, like Army of Darkness is the one that like time travels where he has like the chainsaw for an arm. It's like that. That's what people want to see. Yeah, the, that, the chainsaw for an arm is classic. Like you're never going to you're never going to go go past that. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, and again, I, I know we sort of like at the top of this quarter mentioned it, but like, I think Sam Raimi has just had such a fascinating career as a filmmaker. Obviously, again, he started with this and then like in the 90s did, yeah, like obviously Xenon TV, but then obviously had a big break with the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Um, and then he even made in like 2009 the movie Drag Me to Hell. Have you seen that? I have seen Drag Me to Hell. I didn't realize he did that. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of people for that, that's sort of a like return to form it's kind of a return to this style it's like a kind of a typical horror movie though there was nothing really that but, but it has kind of the same tone as like evil like very over the top and crazy um, yeah but then but then what's funny is his next two films after that were in 2013 oz the great and powerful 
and then last year's Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We already talked about how, like, the reason, the only reason I think I liked Doc- Multiverse of Madness is, was because he did that, like, more Evil Dead-ish direction. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. They definitely let him be Sam Raimi. Um, but it, so it'll be kind of interesting to see kind of what he does next in terms of directing. I mean, he's obviously done a lot of these big budget IP movies. He's also done these very small did genre he, movies. Did he also do the third Spider-Man or did he only do the first two? He did the first three. And he was going to make a Spider-Man four, but like, I think it's clear in Spider-Man three, he was just clashing with the studio so much. And yeah. it sounds like for four, that was even happening even be more. more so he's kind of just like, I'm gotcha. out. I don't want to do this anymore. Gotcha. Yeah. So again, which I thought was kind of fascinating why he agreed to make Doctor Strange in the first place. I thought he was just like done with superhero movies, but I guess like it's kind of a one-off and lets him kind of just do his thing. So yeah, it seemed like he wanted to just kind of like have a fun, a fun dabble. Um, is he still married to Xena and Lucy Lawless? Look it up. Um, that is a great question. It says since 1993 he's been married to Jillian Green, daughter oh. of Lord. Lauren Green, they have five children. Five children. Yeah. Oh no, she, no. Uh, Zena was married to Rob Tappert, who was like, I guess, the other CEO person that worked on Zena or something like that. I got you. Okay. I was, I was getting confused. I was getting confused. Yeah, 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 yeah. The other like person that was part of, um, I don't know who he was, like a producer or something. For sure. He needs to do a reboot of Zena. That's what he needs to do. Stat. Bring back, bring back Lucy. Bring back Lucy. She's not old. She's not that old. No, she could do it. And we can meet her daughter. That's fine. Zena, I'm okay, Zena, I'm okay with that. Zena in her twilight years. <laughs> uh, but obviously, I mean, obviously, yeah, talking about yeah, Zena and Hercules, and then going back to Evil Dead. He's been he's been working for several decades now, so he's clearly been in the business for a while. And yeah, I mean, he's he's got a fascinating career. And again, is obviously a director as well as a producer, screenwriter. Um, but yeah, I mean, so it sounds like he, again, is still very involved with the Evil Dead franchise, even just in like a producer's role. So it's kind of like nice knowing that even though they're letting new people take it on, there's still kind of the original handprints on the franchise. Definitely. And it's good to hear how well it did for, for. I mean, I feel like horror movies are really hit or miss, you know? Oh, Gwen, the, the Goreheads came out for this movie. The Goreheads were <laughs> in the theater. Because I've already seen like... 10 new horror movies that are like coming out that all of which I have like no desire to see. Well, you might have to change that stance when we review them on this very podcast. Uh, <laughs> we'll see, depending. Um, but no, I, I think, yeah, I mean, some of the, some of the violence might be a little much for you, but I think you could watch Evil Dead Rise and again, okay. you're, you're gonna, you're gonna sympathize with, with mommy, you know? Yes. I honestly, I feel like it's gonna be like this wonderful redemption movie for me. <laughs> Have you have you told your own kids that mommy's with the maggots now yet? No, no, no. But I do want to. I, I kind of want to put on a t-shirt. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I'd say I'd say a few more Mother's Day. You might be in that in that zone. Yeah. <laughs> Just jumping out of the bathtub. Um, but yeah, like I said, it, it's 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 not a groundbreaking movie. It, it is a very kind of like you know typical Evil Dead movie in a lot of ways. But it was fun. I had a good time with it. I think if you can see it with a with a crowd, it definitely is a fun theatrical experience. Okay, all right, definitely worth seeing in theaters then. Yes, um, which again, it's already been out for a few weeks, but I'm sure as long as it's still making money, I'm sure it'll still be out, and then probably be on VOD and stuff pretty soon. Um, and yeah, that's kind of that's kind of all I have to say. But I mean, as far as mommy movies go, this was a success. 
Um, just that you'll be you'll be relating to this movie more in future Mother's Days. Oh yeah, this will this will definitely be my jam with Barbarian for every year. Honestly, yeah, Barbarian, Evil Dead Rise. I mean, mommy movies are just alive and well. It, it's it's the it's the breakout subgenre of this year. But yeah, so again, I I personally recommend Evil Dead Rise. Obviously, Paul was on this episode. I think he doesn't quite have the stomach for these movies. But if, if you like Evil Dead, if you like uh, buckets of gore, I think this movie is definitely worth watching. And like I said, it's still in theaters. It'll probably be available to rent pretty soon. Um, and yeah, I mean, it sounds like a hit, so I'm sure we'll get we'll get more of these. We'll get more Deadites to uh, to liven up our days. Um, but yeah, so that'll be today's episode of Ten Times the Terror. Again, I'm James. Gwen's with us. I'm sure next time we'll have the trio again. We'll have the big man in charge. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Take care. Thank you for listening to It's Ten Times the Terror. The podcast. One of my favorite films ever. (laughs) Let's do that for again. Thank you for listening to Ten Times the Terror. This podcast would not be possible without listeners like you. You can find out more about our podcast by visiting our website, 10timestheterror.com. That's 10xtheterror.com.